y'all y'all ready for episode three let's go What's up? What's up? What's up? Good evening, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, yes. We hope that everyone is doing well. And we're here with a brand new episode that we think that y'all really going to love and enjoy. But for those who don't know us and who are new to watching and listening to us, let us introduce ourselves. I am your girl, Shaniquia, a.k.a. S. And I am your girl, Lakeisha, a.k.a. L. And together we are in insightful conversations with SNL. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to go ahead and click that like uh, button and also go ahead and subscribe to our channel and hit that bell for the notifications so you will never miss an episode. And you can also uh, listen to us on all major podcast platforms. Don't worry, we will be reminding you again of this at the end <laughs> of the episode. So, but just go ahead and just Go ahead and click like and subscribe, all right, for us. So, uh, Lakeisha, how have things been going with you so far? All has been well um, in my neck of the woods. I've been kind of sick uh, for the past Aww. couple of weeks. Uh, not with COVID. <laughs> yeah, we have to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> not with COVID, but definitely caught a cold. Um, and so I'm still in recovery mode at this moment, but... Other than that, everything is a-okay. I'm swell. I'm well. So I have no complaints. What about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Been a little bit busy lately, but nonetheless, I can't complain. Busy is good sometimes. It keeps me focused oh, yeah. and keeps me grinding. So I'm good about that. But yeah, I've been doing well. All right. Well, now that we've gotten our little introductions out of the way we can go ahead and get started with one of our favorite parts of the episode something we call buzzworthy topics so lakeisha what has been buzzworthy in your week um so i don't know about you all but i have been keeping up with all things hashtag gas um mm -hmm. if you all have not noticed um for the first time since I can remember since like 2007, 2008, um, that the gas prices have been as high as they are now. Um, I know when I went to go gas my car up Saturday night, um, gas per gallon was $3.99 here in Tallahassee. Um, and the next day it was $4.19. Um, and that's currently where it's been sitting at mm -hmm. um, in this particular region. Um, of Florida, but I was reading and doing some research and things like that. And um, of course, we know that a lot of this has to do with all things going on with Russia and Ukraine. But of course, there's other factors that factor into um, why crude and gasoline oils um, prices have skyrocketed, um, like they have done in the past couple of weeks and things like that. So um, it would not surprise me, to be honest, um, if we continue to see a hike uh, in gas prices um, to about $4.50. I was reading somewhere that it could even get up to $5 by Labor Day uh, weekend. So for those of you all, you know, that's living on limited income or even those of you all that may not necessarily um, be living on a limited income, you may have the means and things like that. Uh, just be mindful uh, when it comes to um, if you're looking to save yourself some money and things like that, making sure that you keep your tires properly inflated, um, that you stay on top of your uh, schedule when it comes to your maintenance for your car, things like that. Don't break hard. Uh, I definitely wouldn't let my tank get under 
um, about 50%, like I said, with everything mm -hmm. that's going on with these gas prices and things like that. And that are just some ways that could potentially save you some money uh, because we don't know how long, you know, this is going to play out and have an effect on each and every one um, of us. So that's my buzzworthy topic for today is these yeah. gas prices. And I hope that people, uh, you know, don't start taking advantage um, of those less fortunate, you know, um, trying to trick people out of money, you know, trying to charge people ridiculous things like that. But like I said, we don't know how, you know, how long this is going to go. Um, also, we definitely could continue to see some hikes and some increases um, in gas prices across the United States. Yeah. And I just want to say also, um, I know you had mentioned about like what it is currently in Florida and that's about like how it is up here in Georgia, especially in the Atlanta area too. And I know in some parts of the country, I think it's already like in the $5 range or might be mm. even a little bit more. So I don't know for sure. So don't quote me on that, but I think I remember reading something about that. So, but I hope they get this taken care of soon because yeah. the price, I mean, this is just getting ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. So yeah, and with spring break coming up, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the southern region of the United States, where a lot of people are going to be on the road this weekend and just for the next couple of weeks. Um, like I said, that's something that you may have to take a look at uh, with regards to maybe altering your budget, uh, taking some funds from entertainment or from another aspect, right? And putting it into your gas tank and things like that. So. Like I said, y'all be mindful, you know, when you're on the road and if you don't necessarily, you know, have to drive, uh, you know, long distances, keep it short. So mm -hmm. that, like I said, you can save yourself a buck or two over the long run. Facts. Facts. What about yourself? Because what is buzzworthy in your neck of the woods? Well, you know, I always have to give you the celebrity news, celebrity tea. Um, well, first things first. Wendy Williams show has been officially canceled. I know they've been talking about that for the past few weeks. Um, and it's being reported that uh, Sherry Shepard is basically taking over her time slot. Um, Cause Sherry has been one of the rotating guest hosts that's been guest hosting uh, this season of Wendy mm -hmm. Williams show. So yeah. Um, I actually was a fan of the Wendy Williams show, so I'm a little bit sad about it ending. I feel like this is kind of like a end of an era, um, if you will. I do know that the show is supposed to end in June, and I'm just wondering if Wendy will come at least to say goodbye to the viewers, but um, it doesn't sound like that may happen, so I'm not sure, but... I really hope that we could, you know, at least get something from her. And I hope that this isn't the end of her being in entertainment. I mean, I know that she's yeah. been having a lot of health issues and whatnot, but I hope this isn't the end for her. Um, I hope maybe she does a podcast. I think that would be pretty cool with podcasts being really hot right now. So, I mean, or maybe she might do something in radio again since that's where she got started. But nonetheless, I do hope that um, things continue to you know, get better for her and that she improves in her health and, and that this is not the end right. of her in the entertainment business. And also, um, you know, congratulations to Sherry too. You know, um, we'll see how her talk show goes, you know, um, hopefully it'll be successful and things like that. So that's that. And then also, um, y'all know that Kim and Kanye are divorcing. Um, the courts have legally considered Kim Kardashian to be single. So she has officially dropped West from her last name. So she's going back to Kim Kardashian. And I know that y'all had heard a lot about, you know, how Kanye was reacting to this, you know, doing a lot of stuff, you know, that appear to be like stalking, if you will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Clearly he's not taking... Um, the end of this marriage, you know, well, based off what we've been seeing. So I just hope that, you know, his mental health is still continuing to be intact. Cause sometimes I do worry about him because I don't want to like read about him or anything like that. So I'm hoping that um you know that he continues to be on demand with that. 
I agree. I agree. I think that there's so much more stored up uh, for Kanye than he actually realizes uh, for himself. And um, wish Kim uh, the best and also wish Kanye uh, <clears throat> the best in all of his endeav endeavors moving forward. Yes, exactly. So that's pretty much all I had in buzzworthy topics. I mean, there's a lot more stuff going on, but those are the ones that just kind of stuck out to me. All right. So, well, with that being said, you ready to go ahead and get into this lovely episode that we got together Let's for get the people? It. Okay. So we call this episode You Versus Me, The Art of Compromising and Non-Negotiables. Keisha, you want to give a background? You can go, cuz. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, um, this topic just kind of came about when we were talking about just things related to relationships. And what I mean by relationships doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. It can be friendships or, mm -hmm. you know, coworkers or whatever have you. And just thinking about what are some examples of like things you would compromise on and what are some things that you just will not accept we call those non-negotiables if you will and and we were just thinking about how that relates to a person within themselves in terms of like how they view their self their self-esteem their self-image and things like that so we just thought this would be a good topic good fun discussion to talk about in terms of how it relates to compromising and non-negotiables so how do we want to get started with this topic? What do you think is a good starting point? Um, let's start off, I mean, with, with self. Okay. So going back to self-esteem and one's self-worth. Because that's where really all of this, at the end of the day, regardless of who we're with, like you said, whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic, um, it could even be just a professional uh, relationship. Um, what you allow, um, you know, into your spheres and how you allow people to treat you at the end of the day goes back to you and how you view and how you see and how you love yourself. So I think that that's always a great starting point is us. Mm -hmm. So I remember we kind of had a similar discussion about this in season one our second episode of season one where we talked about um self-esteem and self-worth and we were talking about the differences in the two because there are differences believe mm -hmm. it or not so you know like self-esteem is really about like what we think about ourselves how we feel and what we believe regarding ourselves whereas like self-worth is more more about recognizing that you are valuable and that you are worthy of having good things happen for you and like you said i think that is a good place to start because a lot of times you know and i know you said this a lot of times lakeisha on on our podcast about you know we treat people how we want them to treat us and i think that that really starts first and foremost with how we treat ourselves mm -hmm. and what we allow um in our space you know to take our energy and things like that. And so I know when, for me, like when I think about this particular topic of self-esteem and, and, and self-worth, I look at like, you know, how that is developed, you know, um, for me, you know, just self-disclosing a little bit, you know, um, I didn't always have the best, you know, self-esteem or, or whatever. Um, primarily because, I just didn't think that I was worthy of, you know, good things or whatever. Um, but then, you know, despite people telling me, you know, like my parents or friends or whatever saying, you know, you know, you are a good person. You deserve all, you know, good things that happen to you. I didn't believe that. Um, and so that was something that I really kind of struggled with throughout my life, especially when I got into adulthood. And it wasn't until probably within the past few years that I really got a chance to really work on that and figure out a lot of where that was coming from. And, you know, and now I can say that I'm in a much definitely better space 
than um, I was back then. And I, I say a lot of that had to do with, you know, me pursuing counseling, which is what we always talked about. Mm -hmm. we, we talk about this a lot on our um, <laughs> podcast about the importance of taking care of our mental health and, and really seeking professional help when we need to. And I think that helped me to not only figure out like what works for me in terms of like what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not. It also helped me in terms of like relationships that I form with other people in terms of like what to look for, what's going to work for me, what type of people that I don't want in my, you know, environment, in my space or whatever. And so I think that definitely that that first part of just really knowing who you are yes. um, is very important before you can do anything else, form relationships with anyone else. You are so correct because you are so correct. Because um, it's when we try to when we try to take a shortcut or we try to avoid um, getting to know ourselves, the good, the bad and the ugly, confronting, um, you know, those demons, uh, you know, what we've gone through. Um, those tragedies and facing those things, our fears, facing those things head on. Um, and we try to, you know, just sweep it to the side and think, you know, oh, this hasn't had an effect on me or I'll deal with it, you know, come X, Y, and Z. And you've moved on with your life or like I said, you've met people and you have invited them into your personal space. And then you wonder why you know, you go through the things that you go through or why you allow the type of toxic behavior that you allow from others, knowing that you deserve more, you are much worthy uh, than what you are um, allowing. But because, like I said, you have not done the work, mm -hmm. you have not sat with yourself in those moments to figure out and kind of dive deep as to why you move the way you move. You feel the way that you feel. You think the way that you think, why you, why you even attract certain people uh, into your environment. Um, it becomes an ever repetitive cycle. Um, and so at some point we've all got to sit down, especially if we want better for not only ourselves, but even the next generation that's attached to us. Um, and like I said, figure out, like, why is it that we've gone through the things that we've gone through and why we deal and or just allow people to just treat us just any kind um, of way. And so when you get to that point where, uh, like my mom used to say, and she still says today, you'll know when you get to that point where, you, you know, enough is enough. Um, and you've kind of reached that point, like I'm done. Um, I feel that at that point is when you make that you make a decision or you have like that light bulb that comes on, uh, in your mm -hmm. head and it's just like, no more, no more, you know, even if I have to walk this journey, walk this path by myself, um, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I may have been in a relationship with this person for six years, 10 years, but even 15 years, but I know that there's no growth, you know, there's no strength um, here. Um, and I can do better. This person can do better. And sometimes doing better means that we got to part ways. Um, and, there's and there's nothing necessarily wrong uh, with that. But like I said, all of us have to come to that point and all of us reach that point at a different time. But like I said, until you know better and you truly know who you are, um, flaws and all, you are going to forever continue to have the type of negative relationships and, to and toxic uh, interactions that you have. Mm -hmm. That is true. And, and I think you did bring up a great point about like knowing when you're at your breaking point. And I think yeah. for me, that's when I knew that, you know, like, cause I got tired of 
feeling the way that I was feeling in terms of, you know, feeling like I wasn't good enough, you know, um, you know, for certain people that was in my life at the time, not realizing that a lot of it didn't have anything to do with me. You know what I'm saying? It was more about that person, you know, whatever they had going on. You know how sometimes people can project their oh, own yeah. stuff onto you. And I felt oh, like yes. a lot of it that, but I'm not trying to say that I didn't have to do some self-reflection on my end too, because right. like you said, you know, you're having to figure out, okay, well, why am I continuing to attract these same type of people? What energy am I putting out that I'm receiving this um, in the end? And so, and I think a lot of times people don't necessarily want to do that work mm -hmm. when it comes to um, self-reflection because it's so easy to, you know, focus on what the other person did wrong. and But you're not necessarily focusing on, well, what role? you know, that I play. Yeah. Did it. you play in this situation? Right. So I think to me, I think that might be the most hardest thing to do is just to really take a look at yourself because nobody really wants to do that. At least my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have to agree with you because I've definitely had moments in my life um, looking back where I knew for a fact um, I had no business linking up with individuals that I linked up with. Um, and like I said, that goes for all plethora, all types of relationships. Uh, but because I was in a space at that time where um, I didn't feel worthy, I was kind of just like, you know, it is what it is. Um, that type of thing. Um, or I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to belong. I want to be a part of something. Um, I accepted all that that came with it, um, whether that was peace, whether it was chaos, it was frustration, anxiety, and so on and so forth, mm -hmm. and not necessarily thinking like long term, like how is this going to affect me moving forward? Mm -hmm. I'm just living in the moment because especially when things start off, everything seems, you know, hunky dory. It's fine. You got the butterflies. You all are BFFs, y'all in sync, um, y'all doing this, you doing that. Um, and then for whatever reason, life happens one way or the other. Um, and like I say, either you open up your eyes and you really ingest and intake what's really going on around you, or you continue to wear your blinders um, and you just accept um, what people are basically dishing you out um, and so, like I said, it goes back to us knowing ourselves, us having those conversations. Um, and like I said, being willing, um, A, to stand by ourselves, um, but also being willing to walk down that path um, through those issues, through those trials and, 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 and tribulations um, and not necessarily having those particular people support us. Because, right. you know, because yeah. because we've been with them for so long, it can be scary to mm -hmm. think like I'm going to have to do all of this by by myself. And it's just like, yeah, for a little while anyway. And then yeah. you may not even have to do it by yourself. There may actually be another whole supportive group out there for you, um, you know, if you are willing to receive it. Um, and walk into that, but you won't know um, until, like I said, you let go of fear um, and you're willing to walk forward um, to it. So, like I said, it just goes back to to us. We have got to start taking accountability when it comes to the roles in which we play in all of our relationships, mm -hmm. whether they're good, whether they are bad, whether mm -hmm. they are really, really, really bad. Uh, because the number one denominator in all of this, especially if you keep seeing a repetitive cycle, mm -hmm. it's you. It's you. It's you. We can't change anybody. You know, we are all of, of this age. Those of us that's like 35 plus, you're pretty much setting your ways. It's mm -hmm. not very much, you know, you're going to be willing to change and or compromise in some instances and or situations. Um, but like I said, if you want a better you, you see yourself with a better future, 
Um, you want to grow. Part of growing is there's a stretching, mm -hmm. there's a pulling, there's a tugging, and all of, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It can get uncomfortable. Um, at times it can cause some growing pains. It may make us a little achy, a little frustrated, a little irritable, but at the end of the day, we still have to realize the goal at the end of the road. And so if one of your goal is to have more positive relationships, then it has to start with you. You've got to first have the most positive relationship, most loving relationship, most peaceful, most supportive relationship with yourself and then that energy will exude to those whom you choose to attach yourself to or you will have more of a better discernment when negativity or toxicity approach you you'll be able to ward it off exactly i think that's a great point and i think um you really touched on to something there when you, you kind of already talked about compromise um so i think that might be um a good kind of segue into talking about compromising and non-negotiables mm -hmm. because like let's say that you have a good sense of self and you know who you are and you're like i'm whole i'm healed i'm ready to you know connect <laughs> with other people whether it's you know romantic relationships or friendships or whatever and then you meet someone who you think is could be a potential good person mm -hmm. for your life but there might be some things that, you know, you may not really like about the person. Um, I think this is a good way to, to kind of transition into compromising and non-negotiables. So first off, when do you think compromising is appropriate? Maybe we can start off there. Ooh, when is compromising appropriate? That is a good question. This is something I will say. I understand the whole facet around compromise. Um, I'm more of a proponent for negotiation because I feel like sometimes, especially in the way that we've been taught in a raise or how we view the word compromise, I feel like sometimes compromise can be seen through the lenses of somebody wins and somebody loses versus negotiation. It's a win-win for both parties. If we decide to get on the same, um, the same leg and or track. Um, so when it, when is a good time to compromise? <sighs> I would say if you are in a relationship, once again, don't necessarily have to be romantic. Um, and you see that the situation at hand um, well, I'll say this. Although you may have a way of looking at things or you may feel like your way is the best way um, if you've heard out your partner, your colleague, your boo, your bae, um, and they also um, have a good suggestion and or idea, it actually may even be better than yours. Um, to me, that would be an opportunity for, for compromise. Because uh, once again, it goes back, none of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. And just because you have an idea um, and you feel like, hey, in this moment, in this time, in this situation, this is the better route. Like I said, if you hear your partner out, they actually may have a better suggestion. And maybe you can utilize your tactic come another time or even utilize just parts of it um, in the situation. Um, so that would be an example where I would feel like it would be a good option to to compromise i agree with that too because um i think that's a great example because i think when when you talk about the topic of 
compromising, you have to really get a good sense of what that means. And I think that you gave a great definition of like what you felt that it was. And I also like that you said that it was negotiation because I feel like it can be in a lot of ways. You know, um, we all can't win. We all can't have things our way. And I think a lot of times when we're in relationships, regardless if it's romantic or platonic or whatever, you know, we want our needs to be met, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and which it should be, you know, there, there should be times, you know, when our needs should be met, but then you also have to think about, okay, well, when I'm in a partnership or relationship with someone else, that other person has to have their needs met too sometimes. So when I think compromise, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, how can we kind of come together um, on a situation where we're both being heard and both of us are kind of getting something out of this you know what i'm saying right. like maybe this time you know we'll do something that you want to do but the next time it'll be something that i want to do that way we both win <laughs> you know what i'm saying and we're both getting something out of the deal and so i think that you have to be willing to compromise mm. and i think a lot of times people aren't willing to do that for whatever reasons yeah you know what i'm saying um but I can guarantee if you don't compromise that you probably ain't going to be able to have positive, good, healthy relationships with other people because yeah. for at some point people aren't going to want to deal with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, no, like you selfish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you really need to be able to like, understand that this is not burger king <laughs> you know you remember the guy used to go what was his name the oh uh, <laughs> remember when we were at high school i'm sorry y'all when we were at high school had that substitute teacher he used to say that so you don't remember i don't remember okay well, anyway he was he would always used to say it was the old man i can't remember his name but anyway he used to say this ain't burger king you can't have it your way and like that always stuck with me because it's true yeah like you cannot always have it um your way you have to understand that like other people have the right to be able to voice their needs and their opinions as well. And I think that was partly part of my problem before because I never thought that I had a voice until mm-hmm. much later yeah. in life when I realized, okay, well, why is it that you always getting what you want, but I can't never say what I want? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, because of fear or whatever have you that I might have been, you know, dealing within myself or whatever. But then I realized, okay, well okay, I can speak up too, but I can do it in a way that is um, appropriate. Exactly. <laughs> That's keyword, appropriate. And, <laughs> Not um, condescending. Right. And, and, and in an assertive manner. Right. Where you're able to hear what I'm saying and you hear me well, but at the same time, it's not in a way that's belittling or degrading. I agree, cuz. I agree. So, yeah. I agree. So compromising definitely is something that's important. But then on the flip side of that, you have non-negotiable. <laughs> Which are those things that mm-mm. ain't no bending, ain't yeah. no twisting, nothing. It, it's just a nada. Mm-mm. So Thank you, but no thank you. Right. So I think I'll pose the same question there. When is non-negotiables appropriate? When are they appropriate? Yeah, in terms of like, when is it okay to be like, okay, I'm not going to waver on this. Is that, I mean, is that something? Mm, That's the thing. I don't... mm. Your non-negotiables are your non-negotiables. And a lot of times our non-negotiables are built around, once again, who we are. They Mm -hmm. usually tie back to our morals and our values, how we've been raised um, as children, what we have been taught, um, you know, what's important, what's a value, you know, what's a value um, in life, what is ethical um, and things like that. So I know for me, if I have to go back and look at, um, some of my screw ups. Um, 
and, and that's what they were just screw ups once again i knew i didn't have no business being in those spaces with those people that i was in um and i wavered you know i went back on what i said that i would not do um or what i would not tolerate and it did not turn out well uh for me i ended up hurt i i ended up frustrated um i felt like um in a lot of ways i could have been much further um in my career um in various relationships um than what i am now um because of the mistakes um that i have made and things like that so my thing is whatever you feel um are things that you are not going to go back on. Um, you don't really necessarily feel like, you know, you have to explain yourself to people as to why you feel the way that you feel um, or believe um, what it is that you believe. Um, you stand firm on that. You stand firm and either the, the people in your life, they're going to respect it or they're going to move on. And like I said, you're going to have them people that's going to challenge you just to see um, you know, if what you saying, you know, do you believe in it? You know, do you stand firm on it mm -hmm. uh, yourself? But I don't necessarily think that there is a good time where you need to, you need to uh, give any type of slack when it comes. to Well, the reason the re and I agree with you. And the reason why I kind of brought that up and, and asked it in the way that I did is mm -hmm. because you know how sometimes people will feel like, okay, well you blocking your blessing because you're not willing to kind of waver on this particular area. Perfect example. I'll give you some common non-negotiables okay. like um, physical attraction or someone's religious beliefs or, um, honesty or someone who um has a sense of humor you know these are certain characteristics that sometimes people can consider to be like a non-negotiable but what if you meet someone who has pretty much everything that you like except for that one thing or two things you know what i'm saying would it be appropriate to not deal with the person because they don't have this that's why you see why I kind of asked it like that, kind of mm -hmm. doing it like a, um, a devil's advocate, if you will. Because um, I can, I had been, you know, told that before. Well, you need to kind of waver on certain things or whatever. And I'm just like, but wait a minute. <laughs> you know, if this is something that I don't feel is going to work for me mm -hmm. and what I feel like is best for me, then why would I need to waver on that? I'm a firm believer in like, if you stand in your truth, you will be rewarded for that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think, and even from a spiritual standpoint, I mean, I do realize that God puts people, you know, in our lives for reasons and, and situations, things like that. But I also feel like he's not going to put people in our lives that are going to harm us and hinder, like, especially if it's something that if we're trying to really like, you know, build our relationship with God or whatever, like they, I wouldn't think he would want people in our life that's going to hinder that. You know what I'm saying? That's going to keep us from um, living the type of life that he wants us to live. You know what I'm saying? But so that, that's that go goes back to your morals and values. That's exactly. a decision. Yeah, exactly. So although he does not want that for us at the free same will. time, he also gives you free will to right. make those choices and or decisions as well. Exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. So that's why I just kind of um, brought it up in that way. And so and I know like sometimes, you know, people have the right to, you know, choose in terms of like um, what they like and stuff like that. And I also feel like you do yourself a real disservice if you feel like you have to in a lot of ways. I don't want to say cater, but feel like you're going against what you believe in order to kind of please somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's something that you know that you don't like, you know that you don't like, like um, it's okay to kind of like walk away from that 
and be like, you know what? I'm not in this sense. I'm not willing to compromise on this because I think this would do more harm than good right. for me to have this in my life or this person or, or whatever the situation is. Right. And, and it could be maybe right now you may not feel like you want that. You know what I'm saying? It, mm -hmm. it, you know, as we continue to, you know, get older, we grow and we continuously evolve, you know, our beliefs may change, you know, yeah. but as in, in this moment, in the present moment, you know, just thinking about like what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, to be willing to live in that truth, even if that means that you're not going to have a lot of people around you you know, during that, that particular time in their phase. Um, but I totally agree with you. Uh, Cause, and I would say as we evolve, what may have been a non-negotiable when you were like a teenager or in your twenties, early thirties may not necessarily be a non-negotiable moving forward um, in your life. And then it may still be, you know, what you believed, uh, you know, your your do's and don'ts still may be on that exact same page um, as they are now. Um, I am a big firm believer in whatever it is that you want from another individual. I highly, highly encourage, I highly believe that you should also be exhibiting um, those traits or at least working you know, making progress uh, towards becoming better in that particular um, arena. Uh, because once again, it's not fair for us to say, hey, my non-negotiable is I don't want to be around people um, who drink a lot, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, behind closed doors, I mean, you, you know, yeah, you throwing bottles back like, you know, they baby juice or bottles of water, that type of thing. So um, you got to be on the same same playing field. Um, if you're going to sit up here and you want to seek out people um, who share those same um, attributes um, as you. And once again, the truth may hurt, um, but that also comes into play, like I said, with you being honest and truthful when it comes to yourself. And having those hard conversations that a lot of times we don't necessarily want to do and going into those fears, we don't necessarily want to go. But knowing at the end of the day, it's about us going higher and being better and, and, and being much stronger than what we were. Um, so if your non-negotiables are your non-negotiables, hey, who am I? Who's Shaniqua to sit up here and tell you that you need to change? Um X, Y, and Z. I do think that some things that probably are in the non-negotiable category are things that can be, you can work, you can work towards in a relationship. I'll put it that way. But like I said, once again, it's, that's different for everybody. So like what Shaniqua may sit up here and tolerate or what she's willing to uh, compromise and negotiate on, I may not be I may not be down for that and then vice versa. Uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make, uh, you know, one person right and the other person uh, mm -hmm. wrong. Like I said, it's just basically how you are raised. But at the end of the day, if you've got a goal at hand and you know for a fact that this is where you want to go, then like I said, you're going you gonna to have to chopping screw some stuff up and sometimes that chopping and screwing process it, it ain't the kindest it's not the friendly friendliness um just made up a word <laughs> it's okay but like i said you're gonna if you're trying to get to where it is that you got to go everybody can't always sit up here um and go with you so yeah well, what do you think? What do you think about like people that might be fearful of, I guess, owning up to their um, non-negotiables because they may have a fear of being alone or feeling like no one will want them. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's for a friendship or a relationship, like 
how how would they deal with that? Like, I mean, we I think we're basically what we've been saying is, you know, it's okay to really own your truth and, and really know what works for you. But at the end of the day, you know, that can be easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And then there and there may be some people out there who feel like, you know, I've done all of that. And I'm still, <laughs> you know, like single. I still don't really have a a good, um, you know, friendship circle or whatever have you. Like, what do you think you would say to them? I would say if COVID has not taught us anything, COVID has definitely transcended any type of space. Um, a special physical space when it comes to us networking and or meeting like-minded individuals. Um, I know during the early onset of COVID and even now just moving, you know, moving forward and things of that nature, I have met so many men, so many um, women um, online, and I'm not talking about dating sites or anything like that, just being in, 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 um, in groups. So whether it's a Christian based uh, group, it's a book group. Um, it's a group, you know, for women of color, us just um, sitting up here and encouraging and motivating um, and boosting each other up and things like that. So um, that would be one of my suggestions, um, especially if you are on social media, whether it's Instagram, uh, Facebook, you may have a YouTube account, LinkedIn, um, try to find um a group of people whom you identify with, you would be surprised and amazed um, at how many people um, have very similar experiences uh, to you that can identify uh, with you that are waiting for you to tell your story. You know, you may be scared. um, And just because you decided just to open up your mouth and say, hi, my name is Angela. And I went through X, Y, and Z. Man, just the load that you just helped taking off somebody else's uh, back. And so um, that's what I would encourage. Um, If you are not, um, you know, meeting people in person is not necessarily your thing. You don't like to be around a lot of people. You don't like a lot of people up in your physical space um, and things like that. Um, Trust and believe there are communities um, of people online. Uh, that you can meet and who are out here, you all trying to do the right thing. Cause we know that there's plenty of people um, out there that's doing the far opposite. Um, but like I said, there are a lot of individuals that's trying to glow up. They trying to come up. Uh, you know, they have ideas they want to share and bounce off uh, people just like you. They need a friend. They want somebody to sit up here um, and watch a movie with, whether that's in person or, you know, y'all are doing a watch party via uh, Netflix or you all are going on trips together and things like that. But once again, it comes back to you. You've got to be willing to take that step. You know, we're not kids, you know, anymore. When you're a child, you know, you have so many people around you in your village that are there to advocate for you and to support you and to help mold you and stand up for you. And, you know, when people feel like you have arrived in life or you get a certain age or you've achieved certain milestones um, in life, there comes a point and you, you know, you stated it earlier that you have got to find your own voice and Mm -hmm. be willing to stand, stand up for yourself. So if I can't encourage you any more than I have, like I said, find a group of people, whether in person or in social media um, world, um, who can help you? And you, like I said, you never ever know who you may meet um, in the process who's going to help to further, you know, whatever goals that you have set uh, for yourself. Um, Another uh, tactic that I would highly encourage people to, I also um, did this during COVID and thoroughly enjoyed it. It released some things, released me out of bondage. Well, I did a couple of things. Um, a, I got a life coach, and I have been wanting to do life coaching for years. Um, and that was the bum.dbcom. Uh, my coach, uh, Philip, I call him my big brother. Uh, you know, he hit me up top of my head about some things that 
Um, like I said, I had in that bike corner, I ain't really want to deal with, uh, you know, because we all, oh, I'll get to that later. It's not that important. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really, really, it was important to me. Uh, but at that moment, I didn't necessarily want to. Um, you wasn't break. ready at the time. I was not ready um, to approach that situation. But at the same time, it was like, if you don't approach it, Keisha, all these other dreams and goals and aspirations that you have, those doors are not going to open because everything is still tied to this that you have yet to sit up here and want to deal with. And so when I dealt with it, like I said, I just felt this release, you know, the stress came off the irritability, the frustration um, and things like that. So if you can afford um, a life coach, get your life coach. And like Shaniqua has mentioned on countless occasions, uh, for some of us, we do need to dive a little bit deeper because with life coaches, it's more so tied to goals mm-hmm. um, or to a certain sector of your life compared to, you know, counseling that deals that goes a little bit more deeper um, into yeah. those various layers of our life. And so there's nothing wrong either. Um, if you feel like, hey, I'm stuck, I don't know how to move on um, or, oh, you know, I'm, I'm single and I'm ready to connect. And, you know, I'm having problems connecting to or meeting girlfriends. I'm having problems sitting up here, you know, interacting with uh, the opposite sex. You may need to talk to uh, a professional, someone who does not know you that can give you um, their not only their unbiased opinion, but unlock some things inside of you that's probably been Mm -hmm. stored there for years or months that either, like I said, been laying dormant, you've been. Uh, been idle you've been in denial about or you just never ever knew it was there so that's just some of my encouragement to our audience members what about yourself cuz no I pretty much I agree with everything that you said so I don't think I want to add anything um differently to that other than probably just you know knowing that it's okay to to feel what you're feeling. Like if you yeah. feel like, you know, mm, I don't really like where things are going right now. And like I was saying before, really confronting that a lot of times, because a lot of times I don't think that we do that enough. We we put it on the back burner, like you were saying before, when you described your situation, we put it on the back burner and we, we're going to we'll get to it whenever we can or whenever we we want to. But just I think just acknowledging it does mm. a lot. It really just getting it out, really just saying that I think does wonders. And once you're able to really like, you know, own that part of yourself and really be like, you know what, I I, I realize that this is something that I'm 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 struggling with. Yeah. Um, let me figure out what can I do to best um help me in this regard. And I, I definitely do feel like it's important to connect you know, with like-minded people, you know, people that have some things that are in common with you, because I think, you know, y'all have some commonality, common, you know, goals, things that you have going on, but also at the same time, they might be able to um, teach you things that you may not have already known. Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, you should definitely not always be, the most successful and smartest person in your circle, you know, like, you know, like there should be, you you should constantly be wanting to really connect with people who that's going to help further advance you. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes that might be people that are different than us in terms of how we think and stuff like that. But at the same time, people that can really, you know, like push you to, um, to your greatness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that that's important too. And just, and like we said before, you know, knowing when it might be necessary for you to seek professional help when you feel like, okay, I'm I'm making friends and doing this or whatever, but I I think I might need something a little bit more um, deeper that I need to work on. So utilizing those resources too. When you know, and again, it, it all goes back to knowing who you are and really knowing, you know, what's important to you. Yeah. Because when you know what's important to you, you know who you are and who you belong to 
Mm -hmm. You will not sit up here and tolerate just what people choose to dish out to you. Once again, it's all based in our decision making. So when people bring things to us or they present themselves in certain forms and fashions, once again, you have the opportunity uh, to allow them into your life and wreak havoc or it may turn out to be the most beautiful experience that you ever had um or you know make a decision right then and there like nah you know is i'm just gonna graciously bow out chuck mm -hmm. um, so. up the deuces if you will whoop, whoop. and sometimes you know you might have to do that yeah and it's and it's okay and it's not in the world if you do have to do that it's not it's not yeah because it is quite all right and i'm so glad cuz that you mentioned the whole point about just acknowledging um how we may be feeling in a given moment um because I, I i especially believe that especially in our community when i say our community i mean the black community um we don't celebrate that we don't teach that um a lot um, a lot of us are taught just to just kind of get over stuff. You know, life goes on. Um, mm -hmm. And for some of us, that may be, like you said, easier said than done. Um, for some people, they can do just that. Um, and for some of us, we need to sit a moment um, yeah. with whatever it is that we're having an issue with. And so um, one piece of advice I share with my students, especially my seniors, and it's something that I learned years ago when I was part of this uh, women's group, um, a group of women here in Tallahassee that was either you were unemployed or you were underemployed. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had a guest speaker who said something and to this day, I keep this near and dear to my heart. And she said that it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Nobody, I never heard anybody say that and that blew my mind. Because like I said, that's something you all that a lot of us are not necessarily taught. Mm -hmm. And so when you are faced with those moments where you don't feel okay, it's okay. And don't let nobody sit up here and tell you otherwise. That's where these other avenues come into place to help make you a better version of yourself. But know that you can't stay there. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't stay in that space, but it's okay for a moment if you are not okay. And once again, being willing to be honest with yourself and doing what it takes to move forward. Well said. Well said. I really, I really feel what you're saying. I think that, that is so true. And I think that that is a good way to kind of end um, this episode and end of this discussion. Um, but before we do that, one way that we like to end our uh, episodes, we like to end it with what we call an insightful moment. And basically what that is, is just, you know, well, we share something, some word of wisdom, some knowledge. Uh, it could be a poem. It could be a song lyric. It could be a Bible scripture. Just something that we can leave to you all um, just to kind of help inspire you or just encourage you. And we actually do have one this week. Um, it comes from Alicia. <laughs> uh, she's a, a listener of our show. And it's actually by way of Drake. The rapper Drake, because it's the mm -hmm. um, it's a song lyric, and it's it basically it says living doesn't mean you're alive. Mm. Oof. <laughs> so um, living does not mean that you are alive, and that's a word within itself, right there. Right. So thank you so much, Alicia, for sharing that um with us and. You too can uh, share your insightful moment. Um, you could definitely either email it to us at insightfulconversations37 at gmail.com or 
You can like and follow us, Insightful Conversations with SNL on Facebook and Instagram with our username at InsightCombowSL. And that's how you can also send us insightful um, moment um, things like that, too. Um, and also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So remember, I told you in the beginning that I was going to remind you again. <laughs> so go ahead. If you haven't already, just go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And also go ahead and like this video and share it with your friends or family members or, or whoever you feel like um, could benefit from this. And also, we always love to hear from you. So if y'all have any ideas about topics or um, any guests that y'all think might be good um, for us to have on, please feel free to let us know. Any feedback, yeah. whether it's, you know, positive or constructive, you know, we love to hear from you. Okay. Um, do you have anything else, Lakeisha? Nothing else, cuz. Yeah. And also, um, definitely remember that y'all can listen to us on all major um, podcast platforms too. So just in case, if you don't want to watch, you can definitely listen to us. Okay. And with that being said, I personally don't have anything else. I hope that you were able to really get something out of this episode. You got some gems, some jewels um, that you can take with you. Okay. So until the next time, I hope you all be safe. Um, really be mindful with this gas stuff. <laughs> like we said at the beginning, because it don't look like it's going down no time soon. So, you know, just kind of be mindful of you got to take trips and stuff. Like, you know, really feel like, okay, do I really need to do this right now? Um, anything you can do to kind of save on money. But like I said, just take care of yourselves and each other. All right. And until next time. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye.